Welcome everybody to episode 17 of Rip City Goons. I am your host, DJ Nick and Knight, aka Kenosis. And to my left, as always, my cohort, Tay Guevara. And we're going to get right into some big news. Uh, Devo Samuel, there were some issues contract-wise, some uh, receivers, top-tier receivers. There's been a lot of issues in the offseason. Guys getting paid, guys wanting money, guys wanting to, uh, you know, secure the bag, so to speak. Um, the rumor was the Jets, but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. It sounds like, you know, well, it was over now. three minutes. That's the issue. No, it can't happen now because the Jets don't have any draft capital. They, they used it. Oh yeah. The Jets drafted. They they used their fourth and or sixth and t- or fourth and tenth pick already. So they don't have the capital to. Nobody has the capital to trade for Debo this year. That's the reality. Uh, Debo to me is worth a first and a second or a first and two thirds. Um, yeah, it'd have to be. He's so probably worth. High. He's worth probably more than that to the uh, to the organization, the Niners organization, because they valued Jimmy Garoppolo at a at a first and a second, and, or whatever. That's why he didn't go. Like the reason that he's still on the Niners and Carson Wentz and all these other quarterbacks moved is because they valued their quarterbacks properly, and John Lynch did not value his his outgoing quarterback properly. So they are like, we can hold on to his contract. I think it's stupid, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's not $3 million. I think the deal is that A.J. Brown just kind of set the receiver market with his Eagles contract. Devontae uh, Adams set the receiver market. He put a nuke. He blew up the entire thing. Being the, well, he might the highest, have. Getting the highest paid contract of a receiver initially. Second. Now, initially, right? Yeah. So he gets initially gets this thing. Bomb goes off. Tyreek Hill got wants out. He wants more money. He he wants to. He's the number one. He feels like he wants some money, so he gets paid. Then this other bomb goes off with the AJ Browns and Debo Samuel's because they're watching that, and they're like, "What the fuck? I, I'm trying to get paid. I need to get paid." Especially if I was Debo yeah, and I got my Devontae's room deal. in the postseason. You know, could have been that could have been yeah. the game. But he never played again. That's how hard he got hit. Well Devontae Devontae's deal is pretty crazy. I just looked at it. It's it's sixty seven point five million in fully guaranteed money. It is over five years though. Uh as opposed to uh AJ Brown's is four years, a hundred million and fifty seven guaranteed. So they're probably I mean, they're pretty close, right? Like an extra year, a couple more guaranteed million. Here's the difference. Devontae uh, Adams was not chasing money. Devontae Adams wanted to play with Derek Carr because they're really good friends. And he thought Vegas might be pretty cool to probably live at and then bought a house there. And, you know, and then all these other guys, when they started thinking about it, like Tyreek's thinking about it from a money perspective and my stock in the NFL as a receiver, mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion, pedigree champion, you know, fast guy. Clutch. Well, he might want to go so, live in South Beach, dude. Wouldn't you? I mean, come on. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, these guys are human beings. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers said, you know, Green Bay is not exactly a tourist destination. You know what I mean? There's Vegas, you know, or Miami, or there, there's a lot of good places to live. And but just if I had millions, of dollars, millions of dollars, I was single and in my early 20s. Uh, yeah, th- those places probably make a whole lot of sense. Um, but I thought the Debo thing, I felt more like a bluff. 
just to get a little, maybe get a little extra out of things. I don't think he ever wanted to leave. I don't think he's got bad chemistry. He, like, he's not, he likes it there. Like, he, he's the show there right now. So. Some of it, too, some of it, too, is our, the, the fans, I don't know if you saw this, but they were fucking horrible. Um, the racist remarks on Twitter and Instagram and just kind of treating him like shit because he was like, hold he was like, you know, give me a bigger contract. It's like, there's a kid, man. Realistically, he's younger than both of us by far. I don't think of myself as an old man. So, um, he's a, he's a young guy. This is his first big contract. He's playing out his rookie deal. Um, and he wants to get paid and he wants to get paid what he's worth. And the reality is he's worth, 57, 6 to 60 million guaranteed. The reality is if the Niners don't pull their head out of their ass and realize that that's the guy leading them out of the locker room, he's the John Morant of San Francisco. He's the soul of that team. He he makes them cool, and that's what makes them relevant right now, and it's not anything they're doing in the front office. It's all Debo. That's what we're tuned in to watch. It's We like everybody else, but we're there. We want to watch Debo. That's what the, well, yeah. that's what the show is, you know. No, it's, so, I mean that's that's totally that's totally fair. He is the the he's kind of the the soul, the heart of of the Niners' offense at least. Defensively, it's probably Fred Warner or Nick Bosa, but uh, he holds yeah, offense walking out of the locker room. Yeah, know, absolutely, he man. He's the guy. I mean, he's the show, man. He's the show in San Francisco. Look, I said my thing is pay him whatever the hell he wants. I don't care. There's other places you can skimp on money. It should not be with your franchise. Like that guy should is be at your the franchise. face of your franchise. That's crazy. Absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, so. And you know, like I said, Devonte Adams. It was a, 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 a I want to play with my friend thing. More like he's he probably doesn't even need the money. He's probably you know mm-hmm. not, he's you know he's been around for a while. So. Well, and AJ yeah. Brown's the the deal that was given to AJ Brown by Tennessee was nineteen a year. Was low, way low. Tennessee doesn't know what they're doing. They're wasting Derrick Henry's career, and it, no, and they're, they're it's that, that's not. You don't want to be in Tennessee they're right now. I don't care what the record you know. They were. I mean, they were it's a fun team. Slide. They were fun. They were a fun. Like they were. To, they were. How do I want to say this? They were an interesting team because Tannehill was a they were kind of like the Niners where they were doing a lot with like not a top tier quarterback but they had a bunch of really really cool and really good position players they have Derrick Henry they had excuse me the defense is they nasty had, uh, that was Tennessee's and the big defense thing was nasty yeah. yeah they were so they were just fun to watch um and they're going to be a lot less fun to watch this year without Julio or AJ Brown um yeah, wow. we'll see. The, but that's Derek Henry. Did you Derek also, team, you know, at, at really? Very, I mean, so I don't want to like dwell on this for too long. But you, did you see the other wide receiver movement? So this has been a crazy off season. Uh, I just want to like uh, movement twenty twenty two. Here we go. Uh, I'm trying to find. That's not it. Uh, While you're looking for that, the NFL yeah. draft happened. Um, that was just part of it. Yeah. Is a, a lot of people are talking bust draft. You know, that's kind of which it kind of sucks for these dudes. But you know, I've seen a few of these draft videos. Um, I don't really follow, watch the draft like live and participate in it. But you know, I'll get to the news later. Um, 
Big news with the Raiders, though. This, speaking of the draft in Las Vegas, right? Uh, Derek Carr's got a cool haircut. <laughs> Re- represent yeah. the nation with the Kenny Kenny Powers mullet starter pack. Yeah, uh, sounds right. Yeah, so Vegas is a big mm-hmm. splash in the news. Owner Mark Davis uh, said he wouldn't mind Kaepernick coming and playing for the Raiders. In fact, he he said he'd be totally fine with it as an owner. If the coaches and them decided that's what they wanted to do, uh, they bring him in. Kaepernick, on the other hand, has said, I wouldn't mind starting a backup. I don't mind playing backup. I'm just trying to get in the league. Uh, I can still play. Derek Carr is obviously the franchise quarterback. So you got a, you, you know, potentially a Kaepernick situation in Vegas. This is all hoopla. This is no official stuff. But That's not going to happen. I thought, look, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think so. Hey, I, don't I hate what happened to him. He hasn't played in the NFL. He hasn't played a professional game in, has it been five years, seven years? Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been a while. Uh, it's not just ring rust, man. Like, that's, uh, that's a substantial amount of time to be out of playing. Like, you know, you, people will say things like, you know, Michael Vick went to prison for two years and came out, and uh, so did Burris and other players. And it's two Plexico? years and seven, and huh? Plexico, Plexico? went to prison for yeah, he went to prison for, for a couple of years himself. and came back. Yeah, I haven't heard that but, name in a while. Plaxico right. Burris. <laughs> there's a wow. you know, there's a couple of guys that have been out and then been back. Uh, I just I don't think. I don't think there's similar situations. It was so I'm he was out for, for a Bring while. him in. I don't care. It's a cool jersey. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think he just look. Like, he just des- he deserves another chance to play, at least another yeah. down. Um, and mm-hmm. but the, the big thing is, if the owners, you know, Mark Davis says it, then maybe someone else might not have a problem with it. And then maybe Kaepernick's not such a big issue per se. You know what I mean? And uh, he can get back to work for a year or two. He won't. It won't be the long because lifespan is short. You know what I mean? Of a quarterback, mm-hmm. especially in the place, the type of game that Kaepernick's accustomed to playing. And that's a that's a full out chase. You know, you yeah. take a few of those. Um, especially by these young guys that are just coming in, the hungry guys that just got drafted in Vegas. You know, they're trying to make a mark. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think it would be a really fun story. Uh, he deserves to come back. I think here's what I think. I think he should get a year. Somebody should sign him, let him have a year, and then let him retire at the end of it. Right? Let him, let, let Colin Kaepernick say, I'm retiring. Let him, let, let him, and kind of like, you know, other people have done before. Let him have his moment and then let him decide to quit. And that right. way, that way he it, he goes out on his terms finally. I, so if he wants to sign a year a year deal with somebody, I mean, look, the story's not I, over. I love the story's not over here. Not even close. I don't think it's ever going to be over and because and, and it, it, no. might, it might never no. be over. It might be one of those so. things that just turns into urban folklore down the road, and there's just, you know all well, kind of like what could he have been? He might become yeah. like thirty he, he for might thirty. Like a like, second. You know, yeah, or it could be he comes back, he gets another chance, and who knows? It's it's the NFL wins with the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you you never know. That's the fun part about sports in general. 
Um, okay, so NBA playoffs. We're going to get to the NBA, NFL. Uh, it's pretty slow right now. I mean, a couple things, but pretty slow. But the NBA's taking off. The first rounds have just finally been completed with Memphis wrapping up uh, against the T-Wolves in Minnesota. And it was a bloodbath like everybody expected. Back and forth, highly competitive, young, hungry guys, and Patrick Beverly to boot. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of emotion going on in that series. And, you know, the, the memes by John, the Jordan with the baseball bat in the locker room, and the whole, you know, there's, there's just a whole lot of whole lot of people hating on John. I'm looking at John. They're kind of some of the old heads and stuff kind of, you know, been saying, oh, he's all athleticism. He won't last, you know, six years. He won't let, you know, they're going to get eliminated in the first round. You know, talking, talking a bunch of shit because he's getting a lot of attention for, you know, the moves on the court, the art form. And the, the way it's displayed and the attitude and the charisma, you know, similar to Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? He's getting a lot of that blowback that people, we revere him now, but at the time he was controversial and there was people speaking out against him, you know, and it's the same thing with John Morant right now. Um, but he, he ices the Timberwolves and uh, at home in Minnesota. Yeah, but I don't think anybody was really, I don't think anybody thought that Minnesota was going to beat Memphis, did they? Memphis is a better team than Minnesota right now, at this moment. Minnesota was coming in hot. They had a lot of momentum, and they weren't. They, they was kind of like they weren't supposed to be there, so they had the chip and the underdog, you know, dog in the fight. I wouldn't have wanted to bet against. I mean, it went six, right? You I would say I mean? that. Like, yeah, I would say I, that. I, I, I um, say momentum that counts. Momentum counts to me more in the NFL or in like the NCAA tournament. Right, you got seven games. You got to beat. You got to beat a team four times. Well, they got red and, hot right at the end of the season, and I forget. But yeah. They beat a couple of marquee teams. Like I think they beat Brooklyn, or they beat you know they beat one of these guys that before the postseason that we you know we thought were you know were front runners. We're front runners uh, for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but John Morant's probably my favorite player in the league right now. I watch a lot of guys play, and he's just based off the style of play that he does. But he only had like 12 or 14 points in that game. He got shut down, essentially. He had a couple of clutch plays. But the rest of that team is swaggy. And they play defense. Mm -hmm. And they fucking, they all believe, dude. They're all on the same. They got that March Madness vibe. Like, they're insane about it. And guys step up. Dudes, I'm like, who the heck is that guy? Boom, draining threes, you know, just unbelievable teamwork. And the the Timberwolves were like that also. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see the Grizzlies and the John Morant story unfold and where where this actually lands in his legacy this this week. Well, I I really think that, look, here's the deal. Everybody knows that explosive athletes – over time, lose it. John Morant reminds me of an Allen Iverson or one of my favorite all-time players, Vince Carter. He's big. He's got a lot of athleticism. He he's dunks. Not big. He's huh? He's like the small no, guy. Well, Vince court, was, Vince wasn't that big. I mean, Vince was six six. But what I mean to say is like big, not big in stature, big in like personality. Like big, he was big, interesting big to watch. Air. Big air, yeah. big athleticism, and big show. The show jumping over. Like, Everything about Jaw- Vince was big. Everything about Jaw was big. But what I mean to say is, like, Vince was able to switch his career up later on and play a different style when his body inev- inevitably started breaking down. If Jaw can do that, like, and I'm not saying now. Obviously, he's got years before this is going to be a problem. 
But if he can win, that athleticism does kind of go down. If he's a hard worker, I could see him playing years. I think he'll... Here's the thing. I said when they were drafted, Zion and Ja, I said Ja would be the better player for longer. And I think that I'm being proven correct. I don't think... I don't know that Zion Williamson will ever be what people thought he was going to be. Zion was going to come back in Game 7 if they won that game, by the way. He's ready to go. He's, yeah, he, he's primed and he's ready to go. And that team looked... I felt bad for the Pelicans. I was Even though they took a draft pick from Portland by getting into, into the playoffs, I was still pulling for him because, you know, I, I like that team. I like those guys, man. I like uh, Larry Nance. I like CJ. Yeah, you know, they're, they're boy, you know, you want to see, you still want to see those guys win. So I was bummed out that they didn't, they didn't uh, make it. Uh, but you know, at least they, they lose got to show up, remind uh, me Phoenix, Phoenix Suns, Phoenix, and, uh, a Phoenix man. Yeah, and but well, not only yeah. that, but the head coach of the Pelicans came off the assistant, you know, from the Phoenix Suns, and they they all know mm-hmm. him very well. He coached the, that team last. He was there last year. So there is emotion. There's a lot of emotion there, man, on the court. It was a beautiful game. Yeah. Evan Booker gets hurt, comes back. There's a lot of drama. Chris Paul breaks NBA history. Hits like 14 for 14 in the fourth quarter. On like these weird sneak around mid-range fadeaways. Just breaks every old man Chris Paul. Just breaking ankles and dropping <laughs> perfect buckets. They all just went. It was like he's playing skee-ball or something. So he's like, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, what is he going to miss? This is kind of weird. He's making like a Like usually he makes a couple, but he's making a lock. 14 later, you know, and they win, you know. Yeah. So, big, big I don't put anything past Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul is one of those players. A lot of teams getting beat on their home court this year. You know what I mean? Not not a lot of celebrations, kind of a sad court vibe uh, going on. A lot of that. Uh, Celtics smash the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant gets walked up. The defensive player of the year. Plus Tatum, you know, Boston is is another swagged out doggy ball club that nobody's given any credit to, and they got a chip, they got a big chip. And what remember when the, about in the beginning of the season we were talking about Boston, we were like, is this legit or what? Because they're like wrecking people right now, you know. I remember sure you not. saying that. I remember you saying that they went on like a weird tear. Yeah, they went on one like a weird tear. You know, this one that I caught wind of. And, you know, it's kind of question, like, is this real or is this pretty early in the season? I don't know. But, yeah, no, it's real. And Kyrie was on the court and Kevin Durant was on the court. It's real. And it's really serious <laughs> for the Eastern Conference, especially for Philly. And Beeb's out indefinitely. The drama keeps going. Well, so now here's question. Let's go back to Let's go back to, to Brooklyn real quick. Do you think Ben Simmons ever plays a minute as a Brooklyn net? Yeah. I think so. You think I so? Think, I don't think KD Did you read that shit that he said? I don't think I don't think KD and Kyrie care if Ben Simmons plays or not. He's not he's like the third or fourth guy on the bench there. He's not number one or two. He's another guy. Doesn't matter. You know? No. Did you but did you read the shit that, that came out about him? No, what'd he say? He said there's a weird mental block that he can't come back. Like Ben Simmons. Maybe he retires, I, I, I don't know. know. I didn't know this about him, but I guess he's like, this is like a pattern of behavior with him. He's quit on like four teams. In college, well, he, quit. he quit. They didn't even. Yeah, on LSU. Yeah, yeah he, he quit. They don't want him to play in Australia. The Australian like national team, they don't want him ever. Like, it's weird, wow. dude. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're going to get the Joe Ingles. <laughs> 
I don't know. They're just he Joe doesn't play. Ingles. He doesn't play I for was, him. I was clowning on Joe Ingles because he came to Portland. You know, he bought his contract out or whatever to mm-hmm. move him. And I was like, I was like, oh man, we were talking about that the mellow jersey and doing a double zero and Joe Ingles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he busted on Josh Hart was on Twitter and he's like. Uh, Oh yeah, sure. I'm thinking about changing my number to my jersey. Joe Ingles, out of out of nowhere, says it don't matter. Nobody buys your jersey anyway. <laughs> oh, I was like Joe Ingles, hey, keep him on the roster for the jokes. Funny oh. dude, because I was cracking jokes because he came from Utah, and I was like Joe Ingles showing up. You know, hi, I'd like to talk to you about your Lord and Savior. You know, like in Portland. You know, the culture shock. Yeah. You know, going from Utah to Portland. But I mean, he's an Australian dude. He's funny, so. I just thought that was yeah. funny. He was busting his, busting his chops. Because, you know, me, just like every other Portland fan, we don't know if Josh Hart's going to be here tomorrow. I don't know if anybody's going to be on that team. Damon the going to be on that team. Damon, Damon Nerd, Nerd. yeah, that's and, right. And, and Anthony, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And anybody else's, your, your guess is as good as mine, because I quit guessing yep. like 100 games ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Phoenix, so, yeah, back to 76ers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back to 76ers Embiid break. What well, he broke his his eye Orbital. socket, right? Orbital. That's yep. this right here. Like in your, it's your eye socket, basically, out, right? Out indefinitely. So yeah, what that means in so Sixers, right? So what do the brackets look like now in this round? So who do the Sixers play? Uh, let me pull it up real quick. 2020 playoff. I think bracket. If they, well, they're done. They're cooked then, if that's the case. I think they got the Celtics. So, no, it's worse. Worse? They have they have a number one seed, Miami. They're going against Tyler Hero uh, and uh, and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Why does Miami they, feel like a dark horse, even though they are not a dark horse whatsoever? Because we don't think of them... We don't think of them in the same way we used to when they were the so Eagles or when they were before that. Like... Because they played the Hawks, like you know, they don't have like Trey Young, they don't have a Jason Tatum, they don't have a, a Giannis or a fucking who's the Bulls guy? Who's the, the you know what I mean? They don't have like a DeRozan. Guy. DeRozan, right? They don't have like a star like they do in Tyler Hero, but like people don't really think of him as a star. And Jimmy oh, Butler, Jimmy Butler. Is, well, the Jimmy thing about Butler is he, insane. He can be people have a problem with Jimmy, though, right? But they have people have a problem with Jimmy Butler when it comes to why because he sings Hootie and the Blowfish songs in commercials. I'm not sure what happened. With <laughs> I like him, Jimmy, but Butler. there was like the there was like a weird time where nobody thought he was like everybody thought he was bad until he got to Miami when he was on Chicago, and then he went from Chicago to Philly, and then he didn't get along in Philly, and then he went somewhere else, and then turns out that maybe Ben Simmons was the problem in Philly and maybe there were other problems in Chicago. Well, and I tell you what, him. with Eric Spolstra, right, one of my favorite all-time coaches, man, Portland mm-hmm. guy, uh, it works for Jimmy Butler because Spolstra will throw a clipboard at Jimmy Butler one day and then Jimmy Butler will get 45 the next day. Whatever they got going on in Miami, the freedom to express yourself, I guess you could say, or the highly competitive nature of Eric Spolstra coming from the LeBron pedigree. He's expected to win championships, uh, but hasn't mm-hmm. quite got it there. Uh, but they're number one, but they're still a dark horse for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, it's, but they're going to run through Philly with just James Harden. So that'll John, put him up. 
against either Milwaukee or Boston because Milwaukee put it on Chicago, who I thought actually was going to be much better uh, this year than they were in the playoffs, at least. I, I liked that kind of that group of players. You had Lonzo, DeMar, DeRozan, um, yeah, fucking who's the big Caruso from the I'll Lakers, have the a bald soft guy spot for Chicago Bulls basketball, and I. Yeah, I completely 100% agree with you. I had because the mid-range game was fire for DeRozan. He's like, it was looking like Kobe, like 24 Kobe. Yeah. You know, he's just hitting everything from mid-range, and you know, he had, he'd gotten a couple of really awesome highlights uh, through on social media and stuff throughout the year. So yeah, I was rooting for those guys um, to do well. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Denver it's so tough when you're, Yeah. Well, of course they did. They went up. They came up against the the full dynasty mode uh, Golden State Warriors. They've got all three of their main guys back, plus they've yeah. got Jordan Poole and that other guy, that other kid. Um, I threw a thing up with Damian Lillard talking about Jordan mm-hmm. Poole. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So that, I liked that video a lot because he had some good commentary on there about the rise of Jordan Poole and, and him just being yeah. like, who the hell is this guy? What is this guy? Where did he come from? So yeah. Talking, you know, He's a... Uh, well, the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, they just have they have a good team, uh, and the Nuggets, you know, they're Jamal Murray and not on the Nuggets. Is that who's the other guy on the Nuggets, or is he on the Jazz? I get those two teams constantly mixed up. <laughs> they're very similar. I know, they are. I know very that similar. Jokic. I know that Jokic is on Denver, and I know that that's I know that. But uh, the other two team, the other I know that there's like three guys that are good on both of those teams, but I couldn't, I don't remember. So like, I'll tell you this: who. he hasn't played in so long that I forgot his name. Okay, he's been on the bench all year, and he's Jamal on the Murray, bench, right? I believe so. And uh, you know, half three quarters of last year, I haven't seen him. They're hoping that he comes back. We'll see if next year, if he doesn't come back, we probably won't see him play again. You know, so. You know, Joker well, tried to do it all jazz. on his own. Yeah. Like, like usual. What are you going to do? And so Denver's <laughs> out. That's a no-brainer. That's easy money right there. Anybody could have called that. Um, well, Denver, if you of- put Denver against other teams, but if you put De- any – I, I think Golden State is a favorite to, you know, one of the top – probably one of the top two out of the West, I'm right? I am so excited to watch John Morant versus Steph Curry you know, I'm so excited. That'll be really fun. It's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be unreal. Draymond Green, the drop, like this is gonna be, you know, not just a hungry blue collar Grizzlies team that, you know, has fought hard and just beat expectations every time people try to put them down. They end up coming back, and you know, it just gets better and better. So, and then Golden State, just the champion pedigree world class you know hall of famers all over the place walking those hallways right now in their prime mm-hmm. steve kerr you know like this it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bloodbath that one a lot of energy i think it'll be high scoring be I, I really hope it goes seven i really do uh i know that uh shout out matt foster and the clan uh they're all big warriors fans and i know they want it to be done in four uh just so they can get <laughs> you know through it but Grizzlies are dogs, you know, so, up, man. As an outside, as an outsider, I'm. Yeah, I, I really like. I want to see it go seven. I want to see. There's a couple of series like that. I, I'm looking really forward to. You know, the team we're probably going to talk about next, which is Dallas, who just beat up on yeah. Utah. 
That was a good series. Luca was nasty. Yeah. He's so nasty. He just He's so good. He's so good, dude. I don't How does Dallas find why is it always Dallas? Why is it always Dallas that has these weird Eastern Mark Cuban European is a genius. like I don't yeah, know where he vacations so. and finds these guys, but <laughs> he Slovenia, goes to Belarus, and Germany. Yeah. Mark Cuban, man, and Jer- yeah, mm-hmm. freaking Dirk Nowitzki, man. Luca is the the Dirk Nowitzki, like our new Dirk Nowitzki, same European, same swag, just a freaking bucket. He's, he's so much better though than I think he's better than Dirk. I think he's Dirk? more fun to watch than Dirk. Yeah, Dirk was good, but I think he's. I, I think both. Luka's I gonna can't say up. anything bad about Dirk. That guy, that guy is just man. That Mavericks. But I like, I'm sick, looking man. forward to to Luca v, uh, v Devin Booker. That'll be a fun uh, fun yeah. series. And, and CP3, freaking oh man, mm-hmm. it's getting it's getting real hot right now because these they're getting close to the chip. Yeah. So guys, playoff basketball is always the best basketball anyway. Yeah, so so let's, what do you think? You think, so I obviously, I think Miami's going to run through Philly. I think it's honestly, if they get to five games, I'll be shocked. Without Embiid, with just James Harden. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee, Boston. I think Milwaukee's going down to Boston. Okay. I think Boston's going to beat Milwaukee. I think so too, and the reason why is because, uh, their shooting guard Middleton had like mm-hmm. uh, had a scare. He had an injury scare. He's hurt. Oh, uh, okay. Like like an MCL sprain or something like that. He went down in that last series, and he didn't really come back. And they still won. Okay. But without Middleton, I don't know if they have the weaponry to hold up. Grade two MC. He's gonna miss the whole series. Yeah, grade two MCL sprain. And he's That's like their main huge. scorer. He's like I get it. I get it. He's not flashy and he doesn't got the tattoos and the big deals, right? But at the same time, Mm -hmm. he's a walking bucket and he's like the like he's the guy that's clutch for them all the time, silently. Mm -hmm. He and Giannis gets all the praise, but Middleton's really, you know, right there with him, scoring that other half of those points for that team. And now he's gone. So. Giannis is great, but I don't know if Giannis can put up 50 or 60 even a night and will that Milwaukee team to the next level with Middleton out. I think Milwaukee's in. Yeah. I think so. That's probably and, true. I, well, I think Boston Milwaukee in six. has been Milwaukee's playing so well. Boston's okay. on fire. I, I agree. And yeah. to me, yeah, Boston, oh, man. They're they're good. So that puts that good. gives us Miami, Miami and Boston in the conference finals. This sound, you know what this reminds me? This Miami and Boston back in the yeah. the conference finals. Kevin Garnett, Paul oh, Pierce. Kevin Garnett, like shades of Paul Pierce and Paul, uh, and, uh, and LeBron Allen. James. Yeah, uh, and then we've got on the other side. So are you I'm taking Memphis Celtics. over Golden State? I yes, and I'm not doing that with my logical mind. I'm doing that with my heart, okay? Yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing with I have to go logical, want, and it's Golden State. I just want Ja to win every time. Mm-hmm. That guy is just like the funnest player to watch in the league, and he's getting so much hate, not just from old heads outside of the league, but people inside the league. Everyone wants praying on his downfall. They're praying he twists the ankle, but he just keeps flying, and it's yeah. and <laughs> dunking on people like, the dunks he puts on people are the nastiest dunks. I, I, 
I think I would have taken my jersey off and went back to the locker room after that one guy got dunked on in this last game. Number five, I don't even know his name, but oh God. I, I saw number five get up and just the shame. The walk of shame just knowing he's going to be a highlight on every freaking, you know, news media mm-hmm. outlet. Um, realistically, so you know, that, Golden, Golden State's got yeah. him outgunned two or three to one. So the odds really are <laughs> Golden State. The odds are really that yeah. Golden State smokes uh, smokes and humbles John Morant and stops the Grizzly and, and starts that offseason drama. You know, I could see that coming. You know, I don't I mean? think that'll be drama. I think that'll be this is uh I think this is them overachieving. John Moran's great, but one guy? Yeah, who's their other most, who's their other most sport? improved player? Most improved player. And that's Draymond Green was saying he shouldn't have got most improved player because he was good last year. He should have got MVP. Uh, MVP and Jordan Poole should have got MI. So, you know, yeah. there's been some hate from inside. So there's already tension there in the room. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some some underlying tension between in this series. So I, I can't wait for this. I'm, I'm recording. This okay. Sure. Then the question then is, okay, so then who you got, Phoenix or Dallas? I'll let you go first. Oh, oh, oh. this one, is, I don't I don't think anybody's safe. I think that Dallas has the size on Phoenix. And if Phoenix can't, sh- if Devin Booker doesn't get 30 a night, and I mean 30 a night. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul's not going to be able to do it like that all the time. He can he can perform miracles. He can. But he's not going to be able to do it every night, be the number one scoring outlet. Uh, Luka, he laughs on the big stage. That guy's unbothered. And he just keeps mm-hmm. making, making shots. And it's not just Luka. It's the guys around Luka that I'm looking at. You know what I mean? And... Uh, they, they're hitting shots, you know. Mm-hmm. They're working as a team. They're playing as a team. They're very unselfish. They're probably the most unselfish team in this series with the ball. And they, they play as a team. They play to win. And, you know, they, it's kind of weird. They kind of put you to sleep a little bit. And then you're like, damn, are they, they're up 20? That's kind of how their game is to me. You know, kinda, do you know of, who they remind me of? Do you know who they remind me of? They remind me of the early 2000 Spurs. They're boring. But they're good, right? There's nothing right. flat. There was absolutely nothing flashy about Tim Duncan or Manu Ginobili or Tony Parker at all. They just went out and played great fundamental basketball, great team basketball, and then all of a sudden they won four championships. So Dallas does remind me of them a bit. Although Luca is a bit flashy on his own, um, they just are kind of they're kind of like a milk toast team, but not really. You know what I mean? Like they but they have that veneer. I believe, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say this, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, part of me just wants them to win just because of who's on the team. But the reality is, the Phoenix Suns are freaking really, really damn good. And I yeah. think the Phoenix Suns are young enough, and they they have enough experience. Given last year, and most of that squad is still intact, and they're still as good as they were last year. I think that their athleticism and youth gets them past Dallas because even though Dallas isn't somewhat of an old team, they're somewhat of a slow team. They're a half-court basketball team. Phoenix Suns is the exact opposite. It's full throttle yep. transition basketball. And guys that are 6'8", even if you got the finesse moves like Luka, get freaking tired at the end of the third mm-hmm. quarter playing that kind of basketball. And guys like Devin Booker do not. Guys like Chris Ball do right. not. And they keep the, the gap in uh, – the, the gas pedal gets stayed, pushed to the floor. So I think uh, 
just talent-wise, experience-wise, and the fit here feels like Phoenix in probably five or, you know, I don't even think it goes seven. I, I'll, I'll, give this, I'll give him six. I think Phoenix in six. I think uh, Luca can put up a pretty decent fight, you know, on his own with a couple, you know, the other shit going on on the team. Um, he's a great player. This is, I mean, look, the only team that I wish that was here that isn't is I wish Portland had figured some shit out, but Dame with that injury, it was no. over. You know what? Um, no, this was no. I'm tired of seeing them go to the first round unprepared and underpanned and, get... <laughs> and, un and <laughs> fucking Fair. thrown out. I don't want to see that Fair. anymore. Go ahead and yeah. throw the season just like they did. Throw it in the trash and say we're starting over and we're going to take this whole year to plan it. You know, no, I don't care about the record right now. I just want to figure out what's mm -hmm. going on and, you know, Redo. Yeah. See who we and have left. Exactly. Who's who's gonna and then try to you know figure and out in free some agency stars what were we made can do in the process of that. And people, you know, we met mm -hmm. some players and had some players, and you know, it was it wasn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it was even a bad season, even though the record doesn't reflect that. It was still yeah. fun basketball to watch. But no, I want them to come back prepared. I want them to be contenders because everybody else is playing their right. last hand right now with the That's age true. of the league and these guys. They're all playing their last hand right now. Let them play their last hand now we'll be back trust yeah. me it won't take long uh well this is not golden state healthy damian lillard we, lillard got to rest the whole year pretty much it's true it's so fair. yeah that's so and, uh but anyway so now we have uh now, now we have those Western Conference. Uh, we'll look at when when we get there, because uh, that'll be what two weeks from now. We'll be into the the conference finals. So right about the time we record again. Yes. Yep. So we'll we'll so that'll actually be, be able to verify or deny our predictions. But we didn't pick the biggest one yeah. yet. So who wins the chip? <laughs> That's fucking tough. Uh, who wins the chip? Honestly, I'd like to see right Phoenix now. do it. I would love to see it be Phoenix only because think of all the great Phoenix Suns teams that we've seen in our lifetime and yeah. none of them have won. They've been close a couple of times. We had Steve Nash and Jay Richardson. We had Barkley and KJ. We had, you know, all these great Suns teams. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. And none of them ever made it over the hump. And so I'd love to see, I always love seeing if they can't be my team, right? I love seeing a team that hasn't done it yet, or it's been a long time. Um, so I'd love to see Phoenix. Uh, I don't really want the repeat from Milwaukee. I don't really, Miami might be fun because good for Jimmy, you know, good for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. But, it, but in my heart, who do I think is going to be? It's going to be Golden State. <laughs> it's gonna All be right. Golden State again. That's a safe I'm, bet. I, yeah, I I'm gonna go the other way though. I'm gonna say my heart is going to say the Grizzlies win it, the mm -hmm. whole thing. Uh, but my mind says that the Phoenix Suns are, are have okay. the, the, the have the most because there's I feel like Golden State's got this weird thing going on, like third wheel vibe. Clay Thompson and Poole and this whole like it's just a weird vibe on the court right now and Jerry Mon seems a little temperamental more than more than usual in the playoffs um, mm -hmm. okay. I feel like the Suns uh, as long as Devin Booker is healthy because he got hurt for like a minute in the last series mm -hmm. and then came back so as long as he's not like secretly jacked up that we don't know and he's just out there right. playing on the Mamba mentality uh, <laughs> you know and yeah. um, then I my, my head says Phoenix because they got so close last time. 
and it just slipped away. And there's something about yeah. the fact that you got there already with that squad, so you know you can get there, right? And yeah. second, secondly, and Golden State wasn't the same Golden State there this year as they were last year. So let's I just want to say that right now. Golden State you mean the year before? Yeah, Golden State is much better this year with every, everybody's healthy. Clay's back. Right. You know, all well, the they were not good last year, were they? Were they? Did they make the playoffs? They didn't make the playoffs last year. I, the I don't Warriors. believe so. Uh-uh. I don't no, think so. they're they. I think they're back to their form from. But that's you know, what I'm saying. They're not Kevin Durant, Golden State, but they're they're back to that like team basketball pre Kevin Durant like dynasty level play right now. They are, uh, and they're healthy, and that's the most important thing right now. And they've been here before. They've done it. Steph has been here so many times. Clay has been here so many times. Draymond has been here so many times. I think, and the teams that they beat are better than the teams that they're playing right now. We'll just say that for sure. The teams that they beat are better than the teams that they're playing right now. I firmly believe that Blazers team they beat. the Blazers team they beat in the Western Conference Finals and the Rockets team they beat in the Western Conference Finals on the way to their last championship were way better. Or way loaded. Were, were loaded. Uh, yeah. Maybe not the Blazers team, but that Rockets team was. They had a much harder path to the championship, and then they had to play LeBron over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, and, the, and not LeBron right now, Laker LeBron. Like, LeBron coming like over the end Cleveland of his Cleveland and Miami. You know, yeah. They played Miami and Cleveland. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. We'll see, you know. So you call I mean, it for all Golden we know, State. Phoenix will get – I'm saying Golden State. My heart I'm says I would Phoenix. like to see – my heart says I would like to see it be Phoenix or uh, or not Dallas. Who's the other – who's the Eastern team that's in still? It's Well, there's no Eastern team I care to see, actually. Miami, Philly – I, Boston maybe, but Boston's won four thousand NBA championships. They don't need another one. That's why so, it's hard for me yeah. to ever get behind Boston because I'm like, I don't. Do I right. really need to keep talking about the Celtics and their same thing with the Lakers, title, dude. Title town, come on. Tired, same thing with the Lakers, man. I'm sick of it. Yeah, part but of. But yeah, so good. I was just gonna say, I love Kobe and I love Shaq, but you know. I'm for Portland, so I always deep down want to see the Blazers uh, win, even if I'm even if I'm wearing a Kobe jersey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. So we'll move on to entertainment now. Thor, I, you just told me to watch the trailer. I watched it; it's super cool looking, uh, and it looks like it's going to be epic. And what? There's a girl Thor. What's the story there? Well, yeah. His sister? Whoa. Well, no. So that's Jane Foster. Like you watched the first two Thor movies, right? Yes. The girlfriend in the first two movies, that's her. Oh, she gets all super-powered out, huh? So basically, so I don't know what they're going to do in the movie, but I'll kind of go through the... There was a point in the last 10 years where I think it was Jason Aaron um, had this, like, incredible Thor comic run over, like, a five- or seven-year period where he basically ripped Thor Odin's son down to nothing. Basically, it was like he did all this terrible shit and then was unworthy of holding Mjolnir. And then he had to go on his own arc, but then the the hammer chose Jane Foster. And so she was Thor uh, in the comics for years, you know, recently. Oh, wow. Um, 
it was a great run. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also liked that, you know, I like legacy characters to a certain extent. Like, we're kind of moving into a very interesting time in the Marvel Universe, in the MCU, where, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Endgame, um, but that was years ago, so sorry. We lost a bunch of people, you know. Uh, we lost Chris Evans left, Robert Downey Jr. left, uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson left, Jeremy Renner's probably not going to be here for very much longer. Uh, you know, Mark Ruffalo's here for as long as he wants to be. But a lot of these original characters, the original, like, the original six, you know, M uh, MCU Avengers are gone for the most part. And they have to replenish. And the way they replenish is by using legacy characters. So you're seeing those come up. You're seeing Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show introduce Kate's Bishop, uh, young young girl uh, Hawkeye. Um, the this Thor movie is introducing Jane Foster. Uh, we've already seen uh, Sam uh, Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie. Sam Wilson is is Captain America now. Um, yes. And Which is cool. then we're going to, yeah, then there's going to be, uh, there's already talks for She-Hulk, which is going to be coming to Disney Plus, a TV show coming to Disney Plus. And they've introduced, they're introducing Riri Williams as Ironheart. So, and they're, and of course, 